0: Igniting Hope Ministries welcomes you. Prepare yourself to listen to a message that will spark hope and renew your mind. Hi, Steve Backlund here from Igniting Hope Ministries. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. The title of today's message is, You're Lying to Me. This is going to be such a good message today. I'm so excited to be with you. Hey, a couple things. Hey, I was thinking about what Wendy has shared, and some of you have not heard this. When she was considering dieting and knowing that she wanted to go on a diet, she realized that she couldn't believe that she could lose weight. And so instead of dieting, she spent four months working on her beliefs about herself, about who she was, about her abilities, and then went on a diet and she lost weight. Wow. I was thinking about that, and I'll probably do a podcast on this in a future uh, date. But for so many of us, that's what we need to do. We are trying to do things we don't believe we can do. And when we're trying to do things we don't believe we can do, we're in disunity with ourselves. That's Igniting Hope Ministries is here to help you with your beliefs. We're belief specialists. And... So a couple things I wanted to mention if that you want to focus on beliefs your beliefs about a certain area we have Igniting Hope Belief Trainers that will do 3 online belief training sessions with you to go after your beliefs in key areas of life expose lies truth reveal the truth etc give you a strategy you can find out about that at ignitinghope.com and then also We have regular events, and one of the events that we're going to be doing is starting January with my brand new book, Igniting Hope in 40 Days. We're doing a 40-day journey. That book is a devotional, and I've created 40 videos that go along with the book, and that might be just—it's a great thing to start the year for some of you, the groups that you're a part of, but that— could be a key for you to use that as part of your plan as you start the new year of I'm going to focus on what I believe. And there's other things that you can do along with that book, declarations that we have. You can supplement that with doing one of our other courses as well on our ignitinghopeacademy.com platform. So anyway, that's just something I was thinking about today is if we try to do things we don't believe we can do, then we're in disunity with ourselves and it's probably not going to work because transformation doesn't come from trying harder. It comes from renewing our minds. Romans 12 2. Now I'm getting ahead of myself and getting so fired up about that. I will repeat that in future podcasts. I am sure Hey, also, my wife, Wendy, if you get this first week of December here, 2021, this Saturday, she is doing a Feasting on the Spirit one day online event. So if you want more of Wendy, and you can go to ignitinghopeacademy.com and find out about that. It's going to be a great time of her latest teachings, encounters, ministry from the Igniting Hope team. I'm doing a session with her. And even though it's, it's going to be done live here starting at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, you uh, can get it and watch it later as well if you're in a different time zone. But if you want some of that from Wendy, yes. And by the way, if you can't afford it and you want to do it, let us know. Let us know. All right. You're lying to me. Ah, oh, this is going to be a good one. Something's going to happen to you. In listening to this podcast today, something is going to get ignited in you. It's hope. Now, when T.D. Jakes was a young minister and he walked into his not-so-great home, (laughs) he said to the home, you're lying to me. You're lying to me. And what what he meant, I was listening to a message that he did recently where he talked about this, and, and he said, you're lying to me. And he knew that the house and the other realities of that season—I put realities in quotes—did not define him because they did not line up with what God has promised. Now, I can relate to T.D. Jakes. I remember in the early 1990s when I realized that I was being lied to as well. I was being lied to by my circumstances and my feelings— and some of the sources of those lies are, are, are this, are these. My old car was lying to me. My small salary and bank account were lying to me. My credit card balance was lying to me. My decreasing head hair <laughs> was lying to me. My church size was lying to me. My lack of influence was lying to me. My house was lying to me. My feeling that I was less than other leaders, was lying to me. My feeling that there was something uniquely wrong with me was lying to me. Now, I didn't understand it for a while, but I eventually began to understand this. I was living in a lie. I was living in a lie. You know, as we think about living in a lie, we think about non-authenticity, and we think about hiding things, and uh, in, in our lives. and I, I certainly I believe we need to have people in our lives. We need to have at least one person in our life that we're sharing uh, what's going on and, and bring those things into the light. But, but living in a lie is, is that, that's just the beginning point because really, living in a lie results mainly from getting our beliefs, from our circumstances and our feelings. They send us a deceptive message about our identity and our future. Now, here's some important truths to embrace as we consider these things. First, we do not deny the facts of our experiences. We don't deny the facts. We don't deny there's challenges. We don't deny that we're battling sickness. We don't deny a, a negative uh, financial situation but we are not to get our beliefs from them we're not to get our beliefs from the facts uh, in our lives not to renew our minds and and get our, our beliefs about our identity our future from those because if we do then we will perpetuate our past experiences romans 12 2 is a powerful verse I've been teaching on that recently in recent podcasts about mind renewal and current mind renewal creates future experience as be transformed by the renewing of your mind it doesn't say be transformed by trying harder secondly something may be hard to us but we are not to believe it is hard or call it hard For instance, if I believe math is hard for me, then that belief will work against my extra effort, tutoring, or whatever else I am trying to do to improve. If we feel weak in an area, a main strategy to experience strength in that area is to believe and say we are strong. Joel 3.10 says, let the weak say I am strong. So let me say it again. Something may be hard for us. But we are not to believe it as hard or call it as hard. Now this goes back to what I shared in the beginning about taking time to quote unquote work on our beliefs. What do we think is hard? Uh, Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. I love to listen to me and what I think is hard or what I think I'm not good at. Because those beliefs are going to work against me. Thirdly, we don't deny the bones are very dry, as we consider the great story in Ezekiel 37. We don't deny the bones are very dry, but we don't conclude dryness is their identity. Great influencers focus on the potential of people and places rather than dwelling on their current condition. Great influencers focus on the potential of people and places rather than dwelling on their current condition. Next, we are not to get our identity from what we have done, but we are to get our identity from what we are created to do. Let me say that again. We are not to get our identity from what we have done, but we are to get our identity from what we are created to do. We do not wait for an apple tree to have apples on it before we call it an apple tree. Again, we're talking about all these things that are lying to us. And an apple tree that doesn't, it's too young to have apples, has its current condition lying to it, telling it it doesn't have the gift of apples as it looks at other apple trees that have apples. (laughs) And then lastly, as we talk about things to consider concerning this, is we recognize what we believe is more important than what we do. What we believe is more important than what we do. Yes, we should pursue wisdom, training, mentorship, counseling, education, accountability, goal setting, integrity, and diligence. But these without good beliefs will ultimately be ineffective, will ultimately be ineffective. Now, The nature of faith is to believe something higher than what we are feeling and experiencing. Faith does not allow the seeming dead areas of our lives to define us or our future. Let me say that again. Faith does not allow the seeming dead areas of our lives to define us or our future. Define our future. Remember, In Romans 4 17, it says, God who gives life to the dead and calls those things which do not exist as though they did. And that's really the method of bringing life to dead places to call those things that do not exist as though they did. As we confront our dead areas that are speaking to us, that are lying to us with God's promises. We will silence the lies that are trying to speak to us. So let me ask you today. What is lying to you? Today, what is lying to you? Is it your house? Your job? Your health? Your appearance? Your family situation? Your ministry? Your emotional state? Your bank account? or something else why don't you do like td jakes and say out loud you are lying to me the truth is that i am blessed highly favored and incredibly loved i have unlimited potential a great purpose in life and grace and power to overcome every obstacle i face the tr- truth truly makes me free what a what a fun topic that is i trust that it's blessed you thank you so much for listening to this podcast from igniting hope ministries and i want to remind you we are here to ignite your hope there's no hopeless circumstances there's just people who do not have hope and once people get true hope circumstances cannot stay the same hope is an unstoppable force I believe after love, hope is the most powerful leadership, influential quality there is, that our hope level determines our influence level. And he who has the most hope has the most influence. It's very difficult to influence that which we do not have hope for. Whether it's ourselves, family members, or nation. My favorite definition of hope is hope is the belief that the future will be better than the present. And I have the power. To help make it so. Wow. And also remember the joy of the Lord is your strength. (laughs) You know, I'm, I'm hearing right now that there's a supernatural grace being released through this podcast to cause the joy of the Lord to be restored into your life. David prayed in Psalm 51, Restore to me the joy of your salvation. And right now, people's joy is being restored. And we don't need joy at the end of the battle. We need joy in the middle of the battle because it's our strength. I don't need strength at the end. I need strength now. For pretty much everybody listening today, today's just not a good day to walk in radical joy. (laughs) You're either battling fatigue, disappointment, stress, stress, Promises you're, you're believing for, negative news in the media, relational challenges, family situations. We all have a reason today why we shouldn't be radically joyful. Now, I know there's a time to mourn, but we can't make a lifestyle of mourning. And so let's stir it up. It's our strength. Let's stir it up through Psalm 37, verse four, where it says, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Just delight. Whoo. Yes, Lord. I don't know how you're going to do it, but you're going to do it. We delight before our desires are fulfilled. We stir it up. We become childlike. Joy is stirred up through Thanksgiving. We focus more on what we have rather than what we don't have. We focus more on the doors that are open rather than the doors that aren't open. Yes, the joy of the Lord is our strength. And then thirdly, I just want to mention this as well today. We attach faith to every decision that we make. We attach faith. You're a great decision maker. And cheerfulness is one of the evidences. We've attached faith to what we're doing. And I I look in my life where I'm not cheerful because that's an indicator that I have not attached faith to it. And I'm doing what I'm doing in doubt or reluctance or under compulsion. Hey, thanks so much for praying for Igniting Hope Ministries. By the way, I've been doing this lately uh, in and not only to benefit you <laughs> and Igniting Hope, I've been having you pray five seconds because I believe that as I even attach, talk about attaching faith, great people attach great faith to the little things that they do and that's what makes us great that makes what what we do great is because we don't wait for something great to have great faith so we've been doing this having you pray for 5 seconds for igniting hope ministries for Wendy my wife me my team i want you to just do it right now just take if you can just take a moment 5 seconds pray the prayer of faith over Igniting Hope Ministries and Wendy and I. Amen, amen. I agree with that prayer. And if you want to sow financially into Igniting Hope and cause what we're doing to go to the next level, we've got a great team. We've got a great vision for what we're doing. If these messages have blessed you, we want to give you that opportunity. You can go to ignitinghope.com and And find the donate button there. Hey, bless you today from Igniting Hope. We love you. We're praying for you. Our future is as bright as the promises of God. We hope that you have been blessed by this message. For more resources, you can visit our website at ignitinghope.com.